Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Mm. Okay. But we'll get to that, you know, later on in the, you know, in the stream. Welcome everyone to another episode of Believe in the Houston Texans. I am one part of your group, Ruben Calvillo, and I am joined by my guy Harley Dugan, the handsome man. What is going on, brother? Oh uh, man, I'm feeling good, man. Still still a little hungover from that Texans win, Woo. but it's uh it, we're on the Pittsburgh, man. We're on the Pittsburgh. We got a big week coming up. Huge. Big uh big guests coming through the okay. building. And uh, you know, we, we we're excited about it, man. We're very excited. Excited about it. Um, huge week four, right? I if you go two and two, Harley. Everything opens up for you because now you were looking at a situation where no one thought you were going to be in and you are without three plus offensive linemen. Wait till when they come back. I'm going to be screaming playoffs. I'm going to be screaming, you know, look at the trade market, see what you could do to get better. If we go two and two, you're not going to be able to shut me up then. Yeah, I think. Excuse me. I think that goes for a lot of Texans fans. Like all the crap that we've been thrown at. We've been scorned. We've been the black eye of the NFL. And rightfully so for those two disgusting years. But I think it's all of just all of that all encompassing Mm. together. Yes. If you go out there and you beat the Steelers and you start the year two and two after Mm. four games, after everything you are going through right now and we'll get you all updated with the latest news and injuries with the Houston Texans okay but if you go two and two to start Mm. after four games we are going to be insufferable on the timeline whether it's Twitter Instagram YouTube Facebook MySpace it don't matter MySpace we're going all the way back in time we're going we're going time travel all right Uh. (laughs) We, we, we will do whatever it takes to get our names out there and our names being the Houston Texans because, damn it, we've been saying this the whole offseason. They are on the come up. Mm. They are on the rise. Mm. And it feels fantastic to have the national media yeah. just, 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 just doing the Rock Boys for you. They're doing the Rock Boys for you. We're just watching them. National media has been a pleasure mm. with a multitude of CJ Stroud this, CJ Stroud that, Texans this, Texans that, D'Amico this. It's amazing to see. And you got to be hyped, man. You got to be no more than hyped. Yes, man, dude. So much can happen if you win this game. But before we jump into this you know, episode, we are brought to you by Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the ladies' game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. 
From week one all the way to college football, playoff, Sugar Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code B L E A V, believe, and to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Look at us. We got an ad, guys. Yes. Wow. Legit ad. And this wouldn't happen without all of you guys watching. So thank y'all so much for the continued support. We try to give you guys, well, we don't try, we do. We give you guys daily Houston Texans content on Twitter or Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We do it all. So thank y'all for being along with the ride. You know, it's going to be a tough task against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But before we jump into that game, you know, 48 hours removed from our victory against the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, there is actual hope in my heart that this team could be something this year. You know, me and you, Harley, we said coming in a five to seven win season was what we were expecting. But so far, this passing attack, this offense, this defense has met or surpassed our expectations. The only thing that is hindering this Houston Texans team right now is the offensive line. And when you have C.J. Stroud, who has the third most passing yards in NFL history behind Cam Newton and Justin Herbert, the most passing attempts in your first three starts without an interception, I feel like every time C.J. is going to play quarterback for us in the future, I feel like I am going to win that game. And it has been a long time since I felt that way. Yeah, it's gotten to the point for me, and, and I'm, I'm feeling similarly. Yeah, like I'm getting to the point where it doesn't matter as long as number seven's playing, you know, and that's a great feeling to have. I'm not all the way there yet, you know, because that's a huge ass. You give me a win this week. You look at this Steelers defense. It's going to be one of the best defenses you play all year. Mm -hmm. All right. Other than them, you have maybe the Saints, the Jets. And I can't think of anyone else on the schedule that has a defense that is going to be up there like the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, we're definitely going to have that crossover episode. It will be happening tomorrow, by the mm. way, guys, where we will be having the Believe in Steelers crossover episode. So we are going to be, you know, get that behind the trenches viewpoint mindset and see how they're cooking over there. But overall, I'm excited on this side. I know the defense and everything I just said sounds scary. Offensive line, injuries everywhere. What's new? This isn't nothing different. Yet we won last week. Mm -hmm. So the biggest difference is you're testing more of your next man up, next man up, next man up mentality. Like yep. we, we are way down there now on the vine for <laughs> who is going to be starting at the tackle position. And mm. it's 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 worrisome. But I am getting to the point, like you said, if as long as number seven is lined up, I'm I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. And I think he is going to at some point and if not do it, just did it last week. But he's going to start masking your deficiencies as a mm -hmm. team. And that is what great quarterbacks do for you. Did you see uh, the. Uh, the guy who does the film breakdowns, the QB school. Yes, yes, I did. 
and you know when he talks about CJ Stroud throwing the football, he starts laughing. He starts laughing, and he is saying in his first three games in the NFL, he is making some throws that other quarterbacks cannot make. Throwing with the anticipation, putting the ball where others can't get it. Dude, CJ Stroud, I mean, screw the S2 scores, man. You know, we were talking about if he has anything between the ears, but what did he say? I am a football player, not a test taker. Dude, CJ Stroud, I mean, he was surgical against the Jaguars. They had they really had no answer for them. Now, it is a tough test this week, right? As you mentioned with the Pittsburgh Steelers, T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith. The injury report today. Titus Howard, not at practice again, does not look like will be suiting up this weekend. And Josh Jones, who was replacing left tackle for Titus Howard, will also not be there on Sunday Another offensive lineman out. He is dealing with the hand injury. Your starting left tackle might be Austin Declius, former late-round draft pick by the LSU Tigers, a four-year starter at right tackle. He will be going against either T.J. Watt or Alex Highsmith. And what you can do is maybe move George Fant to – you know, to left tackle, he's played that way, and have, you know, Austin Declan's paid his natural position at right tackle, but you're leaving him at the mercy of a multiple-time defensive player of the year. Is it? This is the toughest test C.J. Stroud will have to face. Yeah, this is this is going to be uh, stuff in the record books, man. This, is, this might go down as, if he wins this game, this is going to go down as one of the the first earliest games where you're looking at CJ Stroud and you're going, man, this dude's just different. It doesn't even matter. You know, we've seen the great ones do it before. Hell, we saw Patrick Mahomes with a busted offensive line do his thing many times. It didn't happen in a Super Bowl, granted, but we've seen other great quarterbacks perform with subpar offensive linemen. CJ Stroud could just add his name to the long list. That would be exciting for sure. Uh, this isn't easy, like you said. This is the Steelers. This is Mike Tomlin's team. And they're they're a gritty team. They're always competitive. Mm-hmm. No matter if it's Kenny Pickett at quarterback, if it's uh, – it don't matter. Like, that team is always going to compete. They're going to be ready, and they're ready to get punched in the mouth because they're ready to punch you right back in the mouth. That's how they play football. And it's exciting. I'm a huge Mike Tomlin fan, as you can tell in my tone of voice. And I can't wait to get it going, man. I think this could be – I really do think this is a low-scoring game. Oh, yes. Uh, I I do think so just because I think now the offensive line is even at a worse advantage against this Steelers defense. It's going to be up to what C.J. Stroud can do at the quarterback position and how he performs, obviously. Yeah, you know, rarely do you get uh, two back-to-back good games from a bad offensive line, especially going against a team with far superior talent. You know, it's going to come down to number seven, man, and it's crazy how he's done what he can in the first three weeks of the season. How do you feel about Laramie Tunsil not being out there for three straight weeks? You know, 
one of the captains of your team, of your offense, and him not being there, man, like just got that big old extension. You have some people complaining about that already. Yeah. Get healthy, LT. Obviously, um, we understand the frustration. Like, I get the fans are going to be upset, and bam, mm-hmm. immediately the comment section, he needs to be traded. Like, yeah, so I understand the frustration. I get it. You just paid him. It felt like you got away from this uh, kind of, I would say, attitude. I don't think it's an attitude issue with him. I don't think this is a big issue at all. Mm-hmm. I, he's hurt. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, you can't fault him for getting injured. Like, it, it's just coincidentally he got hurt after he got paid. Well, I mean, this is football. This things happens. Like, this isn't this isn't scripted, no matter how much former Houston Texans running back Arian Foster would like to say. Shout out to Arian Foster. We'd love to have him on the podcast. Wink, wink. Uh, so, you know, it, it, this isn't this isn't nothing like it's just he got hurt. Fans are upset. It's understandable. But he got hurt. Like, there's no other thing to say. Like, it's just that's it. Like, he, he got hurt. I don't know what else to put on there. He's not going to play. He's going to be out this week. And, you know, one of the latest reports, I forgot who it was from, actually. But it was, you know, the hopeful return is for the Falcons game. Yep. Hey, shout out to our guy, George De Leon. Puro pinche 956, bro. <laughs> shout out to my people down there, man. Um, but, yeah, uh, I'm not worried about it, man. This dude has been locked in. Locked in. One of the few early players believing in what this Houston Texans team was doing. You know, I have no issue. You know, injuries do happen, as you mentioned. And when he's back, he's going to be one of the best left tackles in the NFL. What you love knowing, though, is that regardless if your offensive line is trash or not, your rookie quarterback is going to sling it through the air. And when you have two wide receivers in the top 10 and one outside the top 10 in terms of receiving, Nico Collins, Tank Dell, dude, we have some young stars on our team, man. Was it really Davis Mills' fault, the reason why Nico Collins didn't, you know, didn't have this type of production? Was it really Davis Mills? Because in one season with C.J. Stratt, we're talking about someone on pace for 1,200 yards. I mean, we just saw Big Sarge come out with his tweet. I And I, I thought it was him confirmed. He did come out with a tweet asking about CJ Stroud and, you know, what's the difference with Nico Collins this year as to last year. And that might not be the question, but basically the answer came from CJ that he watched many film, a lot of film on Nico Collins and saw he was hoping a lot last year and the ball wasn't thrown his way. Well, why not? Well, you had a different quarterback. You had Davis Mills out there trying to sling the ball. And look, man, it, it is what it is. He's a backup quarterback. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's it. That's Davis Mills. There's nothing wrong with him whatsoever. I hope he has a successful backup career, you know, where he makes a bunch of money holding mm-hmm. a clipboard and wearing a baseball cap. Like, that's just what his life is going to be. Cool. I appreciate it. Now, if the Jets come calling, you know, Ooh. I have no problem giving up Davis Mills. You know, if they want Davis Mills, they could have them. Right? They could have them for almost anything. You know, might be a little pricey because you know, you know how economics work. You know, so let's let's, let's get it on, man. Supply and demand. Do the okay? report that the Jets players are getting frustrated with the head coach? Mm. You know, 
I understand it, right? Like if I'm being held to an elite level, I you know, my peers should be also. And apparently he's making an excuse for Zach Wilson, being an apologist for Zach Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a former number two overall pick, man. Hate to see that. Hey, I'll take a third round pick for Davis Mills, you know. Hey, hey if you give me that wet, I'm screaming. I client demand, buddy. That'll be the best thing Davis Mills ever did for this franchise. No. It was win that game against the Indianapolis Colts so that the Houston Texans could draft C.J. Stroud. Brevin Jordan, who came out of nowhere, we did not see him at training camp, barely saw him in the preseason, catching tutties in the Brev zone. Good to see him back. Harley, do you have any issue with Denzel Perriman not practicing, may not play this Sunday against the Steelers with rookie Henry Tuotuo, you know, calling the shots on defense? Uh, no, I thought we were pretty confident last week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I wouldn't say we were confident entering the game. I was a little worried. Yeah. Um, but was it just like kept quiet that Blake Cashman was going to play last week? I, I didn't really I didn't even know. And I was like, oh, Blake Cashman's out there making plays, had a knack to get to the ball, got him an INT. Like, Cashman is a solid player if healthy. And that's the big thing is he has to stay healthy, you know. But he stays healthy. We're going to see a lot more of those plays Mm -hmm. because we both saw it in training camp. Blake Cashman had an amazing training camp. And it's just translating. Exactly. It's just translating to the field. So, uh, we're, we're seeing the results work out for him. Um, but no, I'm not worried whatsoever. I think last week we got to see what the linebackers did without Denzel Perryman has me confident going into this week. Um, just enough that, oh, okay. <laughs> Random comment. <laughs> um, poor Colin Kaepernick catching strays in the chat. Like, Dude, did you see Texas. the letter he had J. Cole deliver? Come on, man. No, come on, bro. Come on. Come on, bro. Get that. Man, Kaepernick is Get the last person I thought I would have heard this, you know, his name this season. It's like he comes up every year, man. He's like the roach of the NFL. <laughs> he just, he's just cap bro he's just always there you can't kill him like it's just always there like it's just roachy bro like come on man regardless uh we'll get back on track uh will anderson by the way he gets a sack he definitely doing something for jj apparently he's behind micah parsons in pass rush win rate so that's very good we just need to see the quarterback results. Um, someone who did come back to practice, Jalen Petrie, feels really good seeing him back out there wearing that battle red helmet. The Houston Texans are going battle red this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. You know that brings a little bit more energy to this game. Besides, obvious, you know the player who we're about to get into, but Jalen Petrie being back. I feel confident against this Pittsburgh Steelers offense. I saw how much of an impact Jimmy Ward had last week against the Jaguars. It is only going to amplify with Jalen Petrie. The first time these two start a football game together, it will be in the H. Now, now we're cooking. Now we're absolutely cooking. Like, we are cooking. All right? You got Jalen Petrie in 
Jimmy Ward for the first time together, you, you couldn't set it any better. You saw what the difference was when Jalen Petrie left the game in the second half for the Ravens. They dog walked us. You saw it in the Colts game when you didn't have both of them and you got trampled on on defense. Then you saw it last week when you just had one of them again in Jimmy Ward, who was just it felt like he was so close. Oh man, that's a huge prediction. Right hey, there. shout out to Dick <laughs> Eubanks for the thirty-one to ten we prediction. Th- <laughs> oh my goodness! If we drop thirty-one on Mike Tomlin Steelers, oh man, oh man, that is gonna be dirty. That dirty. is gonna be dirty. Jake Eubanks, that's the comment of the stream so far. That got mm-hmm. me excited. Make sure you guys are liking today's stream also, right? That helps us the most, get us more, you know, views and stuff like that on here. Also, thank y'all guys for being a part of it on a Wednesday, right? It is Wednesday, right? On a yep, beautiful a Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. When's it going to get cold again, Harley? I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think January. Mm. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like Houston weather. <laughs> so you're going to be there at the game, right? Yes, sir, I am. Okay. Um, you tailgating or not? Um, I have to ask my dad. Uh, okay. this, this is our first game together, so this that should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of fun. Yes. So, But I'll ask him. I'm pretty sure he'd be down. You know? Yeah. And if anyone is going to the game, Blue Lot, Nuff Sale, Tailgaters, they do a fantastic job. Live DJ, they have their own moonshine tent there. Um, St. Arnold sponsors them, so there's hella St. Arnold's brew all over the place. Dude, great time, and gets you hyped up for the game. It is J.J. Watts' return to Houston, being inducted into the Ring of Honor. What is your favorite J.J. Watt memory, Harley? Here we go again. The favorite J.J. Watt memory. Uh, there's so many obvious ones and there's so many, oh my goodness, this is so tough all the time. I never really know an answer because immediately it's like a highlight video just goes in my head. Wait, 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 oh wait, go back. You know, like it's just constant. Um, man, I do like the, it doesn't get talked enough. I do like when he's mic'd up against the Baltimore Ravens. He's Ray Rice, and he's like, I've eaten burritos bigger than you. <laughs> he's got some he's got some great mic'd up moments, whether or not they're corny or not. They're really great. The amount of trash talk he did was something I would have never thought of coming from a J.J. Watt. Um, that was always fun to hear. Um, but let's just uh, – I, I like the I like the kickoff to his MVP season. Mm. One of the kickoffs to his MVP season was a pick six against EJ Manuel. What a bust of a quarterback! EJ Manuel from the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, he was a late. He was a late first round pick, wasn't he? He wasn't even supposed to go in the first round. That's the thing. Oh, like yeah, like the Bills picked him in the middle of the first round, and I, he was not supposed to go that high. It was really bad and uh, so jj watt i mean obviously reads the play reads the eyes of the quarterback goes up to swat it ends up with a cookie and takes it to the house does his best impression of the nene because you know he's a white boy trying to dance 
and we've all been there, whether or not you are colored or not, all right? We've all been there. When the white music comes on, we all, we all, we all get a little, you know, the embarrassing dance comes out. Oh, dude, I know? was at Whiskey River going crazy the other night. No, there's no shame. There's no shame. Shout Chad, out to dro- drop River. the guilty, guilty pleasure music, chat. Drop the guilty <laughs> pleasure music right now. There is definitely some guilty pleasure music somewhere in this chat. Ooh. I know someone has a song. Come on now. But that's J.J. Weird. Watt picks six, E.J. Manuel. That's my, that's my, he kicked off his MVP season. Mm. I call it MVP season. I don't care what anybody says. No, Josh Jones will be out this Sunday. It will yeah. be potentially Austin Declius at yeah. left, <laughs> that left tackle. My favorite J.J. Watt memory was the playoff game against the Bills because, you know, you kind of had no energy going into that game. It was, are the Houston Texans going to beat the Buffalo Bills? Is rookie Josh Allen going to come in? And it was the thought about J.J. Watt playing that lingered in the back of everyone's mind. And that huge sack against Cody Ford, forced the Bills into a field goal, really started the Houston Texans' comeback that led to the great play by Massage Watson. But plays like that, you just sit down and say, that's greatness. That was the all-time great type of play. Exactly like I saw that C.J. Stroud throw to Tank Dell in the first quarter, drops it between three people into the Bredis basket. That is a... MVP type of throw from CJ Stroud, and that is a superstar type of catch from mm. Tank Dell. But JJ, why that sack, man, having his brother there, it changed the whole vibe. And I just looked at him and said, Man, you're you're great. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's and I've I've said it a thousand times. Everyone thinks I'm I'm a little crazy when I say it, but I think he's the best player to ever play in the league. Mm. Sure, you could say I'm biased all you want. I don't care. I, I think J.J. Watt, without the injuries, is the best player to ever play in this league. I think he's better than LT if he didn't have the injuries. By LT, I mean Lawrence Taylor. Everyone can have their debates all night long. I saw this man dominate, get three defensive player of the year trophies before, like, eight years of his career. Like, I mean, it was just ridiculous what he was doing. And if he stays healthy – what he could have done, I mean, he would have shattered records. It wouldn't have even been fair. Uh, he created – I don't – there was nobody, nobody went into the defensive player stats and went, looked at quarterback hurries, pressures, uh, and then obviously sacks, batted passes. That was not a thing from defensive linemen. It happened every once in a while. But that was never a highlight. J.J. Watt made that a highlight. Mm. J.J. Watt made that. It's like Deacon Jones make creating the sack. Like Deacon Jones created that stat sack. <laughs> That's how good he was. J.J. Watt created batted passes for defensive linemen. He created the eyes, the glue towards some of those stats for defensive players. And then you just see it everywhere. Hurries, pressures, this, that. You know, JJ's the one that started all of that. I don't care what anybody says. He's the one that created that. Him being back on Sunday, the crowd is going to be packed, I believe. Everyone loves themselves. Some JJ. The tribute video is going to bring people to tears. 
you know, I there's a lot of things going right right now. And leading up into this game, the only thing that can kill you is that is that defensive line led by TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. The secondary from the Steelers, I'm not worried about. I am confident in Nico Collins, Tank Dell, Robert Woods. I need to see a big game from one of our tight ends. Hopefully it is Dawson Schultz. But how confident are you going into the Steelers game? I'm I'm pretty confident. But I think a big thing, and you just said it at the very end, I think the biggest thing about this game is the tight ends. Mm-hmm. And it's more so because uh, you don't like you're not going to have Josh Jones potentially. You don't know if you're going to have Austin Decula starting or Jerron Christian. So uh, Jerron Christian, by the way, if nobody knows, he was a guy that they picked up, uh, I guess, waiver wire or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he was on the team last year. We'll see if how fast he could get up to speed. He played meh last year for you. I don't know what's the difference between him and Deculus, but we saw what Deculus was, and it was absolutely garbage. So uh, I will say this. I am pretty confident, more so because our boy, our boy, Daddy Crumpler, he upset, <laughs> he, he upset a player, by the way, before we get to the teaser video. But, he upset Steven Nelson. Okay. And I absolutely thank him for it. I thank him for upsetting Steven Nelson. Mm. I thank him because now we are going to get a legacy game from Steven Nelson. That is exactly what's going to happen. Aaron Glenn had two pick sixes back in 2002 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And damn it, I'll be wrong. I don't care. Steven Nelson does the exact same thing Sunday. Why not? Before we talk about that, let's show this little clip. The Houston Texans select J.J. Watt. They ask for the ball. I take that as a challenge. Okay, Harley. I'm turning it up. Hey, you wanted it. You got it. It's just kind of a reminder. You know, this is a national football league, not high school. So. Hey, teaser boy, just a little teaser, boys. Some gas, hey, you know, just, just a little, little gas. We got more coming, dude. We got more. That's, That's just a 30 amazing. second teaser. 30 second teaser for the JJ Watt tribute video. You can find it at the lead underscore HOU. Shameless plug. I don't care. Let's do it. <laughs> but right. John Crumpler, shout out to John. I am a surgeon. I am a surgeon, Dr. I am Han. a surgeon, Dr. Han. Um, <laughs> what a ridiculous. So um, <laughs> So John Crumpler posts out a tweet talking how the Houston Texans defense played more zone and how it was successful and it played to the strengths of our cornerbacks out there. Well, someone who did well, that's that's all the tweet said. Nothing more, yeah. nothing less, right? If I said it like that, then it, be, it would have much more intent than, than was on the tweet. Well, Steven Nelson, cornerback for the Houston Texans, 
good game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, took extreme offense to it. And multiple digs at John Crumpler talking about, look at the film. You don't know what you're talking about. You're trying to play a narrative against me like I can't play man. I mean, hey, if dude, if this is what – shout out to uh, uh, from Hawaii. If, if this yeah. is the John Crumpler revenge game, let it happen. Hey, dude, sometimes guys need something to hype themselves up. And, I, I mean, if, if you want to go at a dude who's about to save some lives in a couple years, go ahead, man. Shout out to John Crumpler for just taking it, bro, just taking it. And that must oh, suck, it, bro. And, <laughs> bro, 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 wait, wait, wait. It must suck because we talk about these guys, right? And we obviously – we mess with these guys. We love these dudes. Can you imagine if, like, we put out a stat about CJ Shot and he will come at us the, the, the way Steven Nelson did to John? I would be demoralized. I would be like, bro, I didn't even do shit, bro. <laughs> My man literally just went to NFL Next Gen Stats. And, I mean, I won't say copy and paste it, but that's basically all he did. And just put it into his own words. Steven Nelson took it as a slight to him. And I thought it was hilarious. Like, John is just being mild-mannered. And Steven Nelson, you could tell, was just like a big F you, bro. I, who are you? You know, you are you don't know football. You don't mm. know the difference between man or zone. Like, that is what he implied to John. By the way, John, what's going on, Louie? By the way, John had a podcast with Texans Thoughts called the Backpedal Podcast. If anybody knows what backpedal means, it stems from cornerback play. Mm -hmm. This isn't shocking to me coming from Steven Nelson. Uh, he has a history to be like this. I absolutely love it, though. He has a chip on his shoulder. Whether uh -huh. or not he manufactures. As my boy Harley goes down. No, that was just a funny moment. I have no. I got lost there for a second. There you go. <laughs> Glad to finally have you back. Now we're almost about to end, man. That was just hilarious because I'm just like, I'm like, I get out the shower and I'm like, dude, my boy's just getting freaking just roasted out here, dude. Like just for no reason. And <laughs> for stat pulling. <laughs> Nonetheless, man, this was a fire episode. Um, as we come to an end, Harley, let them know where they could get your stuff at. Uh, you can follow me at the lead underscore H-O-U anywhere into all your social medias, uh, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. I try to do as much content as I can. A lot of it's just regurgitated across social media. So if you missed it somewhere, you're definitely going to find it somewhere else. Um, I will be having the rest of the J.J. Watt tribute video, hopefully Friday, but no later than Saturday. Um, no later than Saturday. Can't be, uh, if anything, then like Sunday morning, but I can't have that. I need it by Saturday. So uh, myself, and I want to go ahead and shout out at Danny G. Leal. Uh, he's the one that works his ass off on these videos. I give him the ideas. I give him the vids. I give him the photos. And, you know, we and him work together on it, but he does the grunt of the work. So shout out to him. Make sure you're following him. If you need anything graphic design worthy, make sure to hit me, hit my guy up or myself, and I'll forward you to him immediately. So 
Appreciate everyone. We're on the road to 5K, man. You can just look me up. 713 Houston Sportcast in the YouTube bar. Officially 200 away from 8,000 subscribers. Trying to get there by week four or five. Thank you all so much for the continued and endless support. We are H-Town till we drown over here. And, you know, Marcus Guerrero is going to end this night. Go Texans. Shout out to all the fans that have been supporting you all in Texans. Much love from Laredo, Texas. Let's get another W. Shout out to Laredo. Have some family down there, man. And, you know, you guys have a very blessed night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.